was pretty good. What do you think? She's from there. He's from here. Hanging together. We make quite a pair. She's left-handed. He's right-handed. Surely not, not to, to be, be disbanded. disbanded. We, we are, are the Mighty Mounties. With Josh. I see. And Michelle Christine. Oh, wow. Amazing. <laughs> we made uh, episode 14 now. Episode 14. Sweet. Pretty excited. Uh, you know, we're doing well. It's like every day in a fortnight. Yeah, yeah, Hi. that's true. It's like a, oh, no, no, it wouldn't be a dozen. A dozen plus two. <laughs> dozen plus two. But if someone wanted to um, listen to us uh, and the countdown to Christmas, they could start on the 10th day. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way of looking at it. It'd be like an, an advent calendar, but with no chocolate and only podcasting. But the information and the insights and the, and the laughs that they get, hopefully but- there's laughs. Well, it would last, you know, a lifetime. So a really, lifetime, yeah. the best Advent podcast calendar ever. Well, we, we can just plug it more once we get to like 30 days or how many days? Maybe, does it start December 1st when they do Advent calendars? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Although some nowadays start in November. Wow. How crazy is that? So like, so that there can be like a full month, so it'll just kind of... <laughs> I, I I know that some calendars start in November, but I don't know how early. Mm. But imagine you get two months worth. Did you ever have those when you were a kid? Yeah, mum still uh, gets us them. What? You still get them? I have to tell her that I don't eat chocolate. Oh, man. Wow. I'm on a chocolate fast at the moment. But, oh. I mean, is Christmas an exception? Yeah, well, I think if you had an advent calendar, you should totally be able to eat the chocolate in the advent calendar. Well, once I start that, you know how it goes. Yeah, that's the thing. If you When it comes to an addiction, like, I could totally eat an advent calendar chocolate each day and that would be the only chocolate I would eat. I wouldn't eat like a family-sized package of buttons on top of that, so you might need to not do that. Yeah, family (laughs) packet every day, (laughs) at least. Sometimes I had two. No! Yeah. No! I mean, it's so delicious. Yeah, but that's so much chocolate. Like, I would actually just be like, that's too much chocolate. Not nutritious. Well, it's definitely not nutritious, but like, I'm just surprised you didn't get like, I mean... That's just so much chocolate. Like I, I guess I just don't like to- I just don't like chocolate as much as you do. Clearly, I love chocolate. Yeah, I like it, but I'm not obsessed with it. Okay, well, you know what people are obsessed with? What celebrities and ooh fame, fame. Oh yes. So I want to talk about fame today mm. because um, everyone seems to want it, but no one really knows what it is until you get it, and then it seems to be a bit too late. Um. So both Jim Carrey and Russell Brand from either side of the pond have said the same things. Um, Similar kind of quote that they want everyone to be able to taste riches and fame and realize it's it's not everything that people imagine it to be. Yeah, there's a lot of people that get, and we were talking about this a bit earlier, but like depressed or sad or they, you know, would start doing drugs or like there's a like fame. I mean, you look at a lot of the child stars and everything and obviously there's just so much that goes on behind the scenes in these industries like Hollywood could be so shady and seedy. And yeah, you never really know if people like you for you anymore. Um, and that would be kind of crazy because I really like knowing that I have genuine friendships. And if you're famous, people are just being nice to you because you're famous. So you know, it's hard to know what people's intentions are. Well, this is kind of the uh, the funny setup behind Conan O'Brien's new podcast. It is, yeah. Conan needs a friend. Is yeah, that... he needs someone yeah. because he needs one because everyone he meets uh, leaves him after the show finishes in a black Escalade. 
Well, yeah. And then, and then, like, he thought, you know, the people looking at him and giving all the laughter and all the fun were going to be his best friends. Mm. And they're off sipping champagne in the back of their uh, blacked-out SUV. But I think part of that is also, I mean, a personality-based or follow-up-based. Like, I know that Ellen has her show, same type thing, uh, does it every day. And she just had this huge birthday. I don't know if it was her 60th birthday or what it was. And she had this huge party where, like, tons of celebrities were there, were there like Leonardo DiCaprio and Oprah and Jennifer Ooh. Lopez and Melissa McCarthy and everything. And it seems like she has a ton of celebrity friends because, I mean, if you, say, have someone on your show, you get along well, you chat to them a bit before, you chat to them a bit after, you exchange phone numbers, you text, you follow up, maybe you exchange, you know, some gifts on, on holidays and stuff. Like, you can cultivate friends if you put the work into it. So, I mean, yes, maybe they left, but maybe Conan left too. Yeah, and also these people are, like, super busy and demand people, you know? Um, whilst I do think Ellen and Justin Bieber do have a genuine friendship... Um, it's got to be limited because their time is so valuable to the industries that they work within. Um, you know, the best friends that you can get are friends available to you as well, you know? That's true. That's very true. And yeah, anyone in, in the celebrity industry, like these people are, are movie stars and musicians and they're always on tour. They're constantly always. moving, constantly, constantly moving. Like they'll have people that take like the red eyes to do something and then the red eyes back and that's like when you take like an overnight flight and uh yeah so having celebrities as friends would be very very difficult um i think that usually um the people that like are the closest to them and conan said that are the people that work for you because they're the ones that are just around you all the time and those are the yep. people you'll naturally become friends with and when you get to that crazy level fame you know like justin bieber uh i think johnny depp is a great example they literally are surrounded or johnny depp is surrounded by at least 12 bodyguards at any given time in a public area and they have to shut down shops and roads and, you know, just because if they want to walk around freely, people are losing their minds. It's Johnny Depp. Mm. It's um, Jack Sparrow. And and right now he's he's facing the, the flip side of fame right now. So he had a pretty tumultuous divorce. There was some domestic abuse um, kind of allegations on both ends and... Uh, and now he's basically saying that he's kind of turned into a, a pariah in the media and everything like that. Because when you become famous, everything you do, whether you did it or didn't do it, you're under a microscope. And that can be incredibly isolating. Yeah, I mean, um, what do people meant to think? Because they've already got a preconceived notion of uh, what you should be like. And um it's it's a very fickle industry in a way, you know. You can love a, a star, and then the press can can do, can bring it down so quick, you know. Yeah, the fall from grace. People like it. Someone said they love to build you up so that they can tear you down. I had a friend that said that who was in the entertainment industry, and it's true because people love kind of the build up the Cinderella story where you go from rags to riches. But then they also love the people that once they get riches, they go back down to rags. Like yeah. uh, the the media and people are are hungry for that type of uh, fall from grace. Uh, and even though you do root for people most of the time, I think that yeah, like the the scandals and the sensational of everything in the media right now it's just i i don't know especially like being a, a comedian and being out there like it's quite scary to have 
have fame, to have like people who know about you and you don't know anything about them is like a very, it's a very one way relationship when you're famous. Yeah, it's, um, it's a peculiar thing that everyone would love to have. They say they want to be famous, but, um, have I shared about eating the bag of chocolates on here in another episode? Well, you were talking about, you mean the chocolates that you eat every day? Well, not anymore, but when I was on it, on my chocolate addiction. Well, yeah, we were we started this podcast talking about your chocolate addiction. But, I mean, I felt violated. Oh, that part. Oh, yeah. I see. I mean, you so, mentioned it a bit earlier, but, like, it's not bad to remind folks about what happened. Well, yeah, okay, so I'm on the train, and, you know, I finished my work, so I'll treat myself to some nice baggy chockies, and... um I, you know, I don't always have time to wash my hands from uh, from the day, and I'm very hygienic. So I'm not going to put my hands in and pull the chocolates out, you know, if I can't wash my hands, um, if there's not a toilet available or anything. Um, so I just kind of open this family bag and I blow into it, you know. And then whilst the bag is uh, creates a semi-sort of vacuum around my mouth, I just chundle some... Um, some chocolate buttons in and this is the i've been looking forward to this all day oh my god you know this you know how it is i love love the chocolate yeah so now i'm doing that i get down from my bag and then i see this uh younger girl she's got her phone up recording me absolute violation she's kind of laughing uh she looks a bit and then she kind of looks away and then it looks like she's pressing some buttons that's going on her stories absolutely oh my god what's what's going on yeah, but I mean, that would have looked hilarious because, I mean, who does that? But that's my, my private time. That's my one thing my day. You know, what if Johnny Depp wants to do that? Well, Johnny Depp can't do that. Well, maybe if he made it a fashionable thing, then everyone could do I don't know. I feel it. like, yeah, I feel like if Johnny Depp did it, then you'd be in much better company. <laughs> oh, man, blowing into some buttons and just, like, shoveling them into your <laughs> mouth. Oh, that's so ridiculous. Just a mouthful at a time. I'm not not a beast. Well, people, I remember there's one guy that was saying that he was um, in his car too. I don't know if he was picking his nose or whatever, but then he looked up and then saw that people were filming him as well and he was so embarrassed. But I I don't do that anyway. It's disgusting. Not in public. We've got a hanky for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, and he was just like, oh my God, like I really hope they don't post that on the internet because yeah, you can be filmed at any time doing anything. Like I think being famous in the past was easier. I mean, you had a level of separation from, you know, the fans to you. And now that wall has been completely taken down. Um, so not just with social media, but just with the ease of people uh, being able to film anything and sharing it. Like, such intimate moments, too. Like, there's somebody filming Leonardo DiCaprio running into his co-star from um, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. And, oh, yeah. yeah, and so he, so Leo goes up to him and pretends that he's a fan. It kind of freaks him out, and then they all laugh about it and whatever. And even just, like, an intimate moment like that, totally everyone's seeing it on TMZ or whatever. And then even just Emma Watson, she was just on set of Little Women, and, like, it was so creepy. I just was watching the video, and it was just, like, her just, like, walking down a street, having no idea that she was being filmed. And I just don't like the fact that these – because we're talking – I think I talked about this a bit earlier we did on here, is that 
it how is it legal for people to be able to just film you and then sell it like i don't understand why but i mean that whole industry i think is really fed into it being so unpleasant to be a celebrity like to be ben affleck yeah just out of rehab getting some you know in and out or something it's like why like and then you see him mouth to the person in the car with him this is what i have to deal with all the time and i think for his new girlfriends oh it's like oh exciting oh my god people are following me but then i feel like after like three days it gets old like i don't think it gets old i think the you being excited you're being followed around by a cameraman gets old really fucking fast it's like if you walked into a supermarket and then everyone starts looking at you and whispering and imagine if that was like set up as your life you just woke up one day you walked to the supermarket and then everyone's gone quiet and they're kind of looking at you and kind of whispering and they're kind of like you know excited that would be like a black mirror episode mm. but that's the reality that these individuals get just all these strangers in the world, wherever they go in the Western world, they know who they are. And it's not even just in the Western world. Like oh. Will Smith said he was in, I don't even know where it was. He was in like the middle of nowhere, basically, in a small village. <laughs> and someone was like, Will Smith, Will Smith. Like you would be surprised at how much now uh, the, really the ultra famous, like people like in the, yeah, like the middle of nowhere in countries you never would expect where English is not the first language. It kind of reminds me of, <laughs> I felt kind of bad. So when I was like, I don't know. 18, I think, I went to the Dominican Republic and uh, we went and did like a kind of a, a walkthrough of a, a like a sugarcane field and there was a girl that I was with and she was an Asian lady and so she was like 18 as well and we were walking um, through the fields and stuff and all these kids came up and started pointing at her and were like, Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan. And I felt so bad because obviously uh. it's a girl, but they'd never seen an Asian person before and the only uh. Asian person they'd ever seen in their life was named Jackie Chan and it was just like kind of like blew my mind. So, I mean, obviously she wasn't... Uh, I would turn around Jack- with some martial art stance, freak them out. <gasps> yeah, if you were her. Yeah. I think she was mortified, unfortunately. But, uh, but yeah... That was crazy. So they had the, the no, even places you wouldn't expect. People are, you know, watching movies and, you know, they can they can recognize like superstars if they're really that high up in the in the chain or whatever. Well, the French prince, he goes far. He does. You know. West Philadelphia. Born so. and raised. <laughs> On a playground. That's where I spent most of my days. Chilling up, Max, and relaxing all cool on shoot some V-Bell outside the school. Until... A couple of guys, they were up to no good, started making trouble in my neighborhood. Got one little fight, my mom, mom got, got scared, scared. so I moved my auntie and Uncle Belair. Anyways, we, we don't need to go. See? <laughs> know about him. Yeah, I know quite a bit about Will Smith. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's why a lot of famous people marry famous people. It's because like, it's like, oh, who do I want to subject to this horrible lifestyle? Or who can you trust? Yeah. Who can you really know? Yeah. Who can empathize with how it is? Yeah. yeah. That's why um, I think that's... You know, Justin Bieber married a Baldwin recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not one of the guys, but... Haley. Haley, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So she has a better idea because her father was famous, you mm-hmm. know. She, yeah, and she's got the whole Instagram thing going and the modeling going and stuff. So she's in the news quite a bit for the circles that she hangs out with. And even the Kardashians, I remember Kim saying back in the day that she used to go out to um, restaurants where she knew the paparazzi would be because mm. she wanted to be, you know, more famous. Yeah. And now, of course, with the kids and everything and just it's been such a spectacle for so long, like they can't, there is no escape anymore. 
there is just from going from hunting it out to being like, I wish that, especially after her, she, you know, got held up in Paris with the oh, I was just thinking of that. robbery and stuff. All she wanted to do was just escape. There is no escape. People know where you are all the time. It's a, that's why I said at the beginning of the podcast, it's a Pandora's box. Mm. Everyone seems to want it. And if they have it, they want to like open that box. They want it so bad because they want to be validated mm-hmm. at some level, want the fame and the and the people uh, the people knowing them and the money. But if you really think about what it is, it's really bad. I think it is a Black Mirror episode in a way, unless you're ready for it. You know, unless you're really good with it. There's some people who are great with. It. I think Will Smith's great with it. Mm. I think Keanu Reeves's great with it as well. You know, he he was. Um, goes uh, and uses the subway in New York and he's filmed on the park bench and, um, you know, he's a he's a very down-to-earth kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but if you start believing in the hype mm. of, of you being a star, which is so uh, transitory, that can be hugely dangerous. Mm. And I, can, I think it can lead to a misperception of self. And, uh, you know, it can damage, damage yourself in a way. Um, we kind of mentioned before about the crazy suicides of famous people, why it happens in that kind of industry. Uh, check out previous podcasts. I can't remember when we mentioned that now. Yeah. Um, it's well, been so many. <laughs> yeah. Got so many. But no, it's true. There's a lot of um, people that have, you know, the, you know, the clothing lines or the, the TV shows or, you know, movie stars. And you think, oh, you know, they've made it to the top of this incredibly difficult industry and the ladders they had to climb. But, like, you don't know what happened to them in order for them to get where they were. Or, you know, there's a lot of people out there that just are very negative influences on you, like the drugs and the partying and stuff like that. It's very, very easy to get trapped into that lifestyle because there's so much pressure on you all the time. Imagine if you looked bad and you leave the house and then the next day mm. there's a you're on the front page of the National Enquirer, whatever kind of Hello magazine or whatever is the trashy magazines and it's just like oh you know josh odyssey or michelle christine you know must uh you know had a horrible bender last night or you know oh are they sick or are they pregnant or are they having an affair with this person like it's just a steady stream of rumors like there's people that are paid good money to just write rumors about you it's i don't even know how that's allowed like how can someone say on a front page of a magazine that you were pregnant and like and they'll be allowed to sell it. like it, i don't get it it's ridiculous I, they, I think a lot of them just don't even go shopping anymore to be honest i don't think they go to the grocery store i don't think they go to a walmart because they're rich enough to just get that delivered and they i think that you lose out on a lot of the kind of the, the experience of being a human because you can't do half the things that other people do you can't just say oh you know what i'm just going to go to a theme park today huh? it's like no 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 if you want to go to that theme park you have to rent out the entire theme park so that freaking you can actually enjoy yourself so like everything becomes more expensive when you want privacy or, or you have to build it in your back garden oh uh, yes yes Jeez. um yeah no uh i just remembered it's a dealing with depression episode mm. can't remember the number uh but um it's on here. Mm-hmm. Just scroll through for people, mm-hmm. you know. Um, one of the early ones before this. So, yeah, um, I think there is a heightened level of depression that obviously occurs when you're famous just because of it's madness. This is madness going on. Yeah. And a lot of people, too, their relationships break down. Like, if because if you weren't famous and then you got this big 
burst of, of, of fame and attention and stuff, it's very hard to handle that, that change in, in your, um, status, I guess you could say. And a lot of people, um, it just doesn't work. Like I know Beyonce, her first boyfriend kind of after she made it big her and him didn't work out on affairs had was married and then um got divorced from her husband when she got big and then chris pratt got a lot more fame and then their their marriage ended as well so and he got ripped (laughs) for jurassic park he got very ripped for jurassic park and and yeah so i think that it is like lonely in so many ways like i think emma watson she tried to to take public transit after she got famous, kind of like the mm. Keanu Reeves style. But she said it just got to a point where you just get so harassed that you yeah. just don't want to do it anymore. There's, there's some crazy people out there. Most people are, are, you know, are pretty, you know, respectful, I guess. But you're still going to be, like I said, like in that Black Episode scenario, mm. uh, sorry, Black Mirror scenario, whispering or looking or... You know, you're going to say something, aren't you? Because it's like this curiosity and then something interesting has really happened. Mm-hmm. Riding the subway is really boring. And then Emma Watson stepped on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, it's a money. <laughs> it is. I, I might lose my shit. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> and I don't even mean to, but I'm just like... Of course you would. It would be like, oh my god, that's Emma Watson right there. Like, no, it's Hermione. Yeah, well, of course it's Hermione, but like, yeah. So no, it would be crazy. I I saw Keanu Reeves once in a paddock uh, on Phillip Island in Australia because I was Ooh. yeah I was doing some motorcycle riding uh, like a little tour back then. Oh, he loves his bikes. He does. He has Arch Motorcycle, which is a motorcycle company he created. Mm-hmm. So they make custom bikes. So I wasn't like super shocked to see him. And then I was like, oh my God, that's Keanu Reeves. And we walked beside each other. Like we walked right past each other. And then I looked <gasps> back and he was like shaking people's hands and stuff. Because it was the paddocks, like the area where the, you know, the bikes kind of park and stuff. So it's like you kind of have to have a special pass to get back there. So it wasn't like it was like madness, like the the kind of the outside area of the MotoGP. And I just kind of like walked behind him a little bit and saw that he went into like a little place to sit down and have some food. Um, And I was like, I just kind of stood outside and then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just like standing outside this place because Keanu Reeves is inside, but he's probably like sitting down to a meal. And like, I'm just going to stand here for half an hour so that when he comes out, he'd be like, oh, hi, and try to like take a selfie. And I was like, no, like he's just here in this paddock, just trying to like, you know, schmooze, meet some people, you know, talk about motorcycles. And like the last thing he needs right now is some weirdo waiting for him to come out of like this food place so I was just like I I waited for like a minute and I was like what the heck am I doing like it was yeah but it's true like it's I'm not I'm not free from from the allure of of what kind of the aura of celebrity does like so I can't really blame other people for feeling the same way it's just it's crazy that we feel that way to begin with yeah the rest of the world becomes a zoo to those people and um we, I don't know, we're not really thinking of them as people, but then they've transcended normal people's status. Mm. It's gone crazy. Yeah. And then, but the craziest thing is people want that as well. People want that. People pursue that. X Factor, mm. all Americans got talent. You know, Britain's got talent. All these shows, people just craving that level of fame, that crazy level of fame. And, wow, I don't know, it's, it's a lot. 
That scares me. Well, even the guy from that Strictly Come Dancing thing is like... Oh, yeah. And he's like not a huge comedian. No, no. So he was obviously a comedian. Then he was on basically the Dancing with the Stars of the UK, which is called Strictly Come Dancing. Him and he's got a girlfriend of like five years or something. His partner is married. And And the girlfriend was showing up to every uh, filming. Yeah, yeah. She was there supporting her man. And then, you know, he didn't realize, I think, the boost in his popularity because of the show. So he's like a comedian, but not one that was being followed around, not one that was being photographed. And so him and his partner, uh, dance partner, go. this is the saddest part. They go out on his actual girlfriend's birthday. It's his Ooh. actual girlfriend's birthday. And he texts his girlfriend, hey, I'm just going to have one innocent drink with my dance partner. And the fact that he even wrote innocent because she revealed this after to the press guilty yeah the fact that you're writing innocent is just a word you don't have to say you know what i mean mm. oh you only are saying that if like mm. maybe they've argued a bit about yeah. the chemistry or something's happened but i if i was going out for a drink uh, I wouldn't say to my partner hey i'm going out for an innocent drink i think that's already a red flag <laughs> anyway so on his girlfriend's birthday, on this innocent drink outing, um, at a pub after it, he is photographed making out with her and his front page news and uh, his girlfriend's now left him. We don't know about the, the woman dancer and her husband and uh, the, it's kind of up in the air what's going to happen with the couple because it's mid-show and they're, they're dance partners. And that's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm sure at first he was like, oh, this is great. An opportunity to be more famous. I'll go on Strictly come dancing this could help level me up this is Mm. great and he didn't realize with that fame comes a catch you know you can't (laughs) if he wasn't famous he probably could have made out with that girl all night and no one would have ever known about it but nope he crossed over a barrier he didn't realize he'd crossed over front page news girlfriend dumped him everyone hates him i'm very curious to see how he'll bounce back from this but Strictly will definitely get more viewers next time. Oh, they will. honestly, if they don't break up and keep dancing, it'll be so much better. Oh, my word. Yeah. Yeah, the tension. So who knows? But there was they, some people are calling for BBC to remove them from the mm, show. They might have to do that because BBC. Yeah, yeah. I, like, you know, X Factor can get away with it, but... It is on BBC. So yeah, BBC. It? It's okay, BBC. Good. Yeah, I, was, I just wanted to make sure my yeah, name Yeah, X Factor is ITV, so yeah. I can... Uh, uh, I think they'd probably try and get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so but no, it's uh, it's quite interesting, and I think a lot of uh, celebrity couples, like um, uh, Kristen Stewart, had the pictures come out of her and like the I think it was the director from the the Huntsman movie that she was in. It was kind of like that. Mm. Did you hear about that back no, in the day? No. Yeah. She was she was dating Robert Pattinson from Twilight. Oh yeah. And then she makes that movie and those pictures came out and then she's with Robert. He's married. And then it's just like <sighs> you just can't get a you can't like it's like good and bad in a way. Like it's almost like the moral police in a way where it's just like, Oh, you think you're gonna get away with shady shit? No, but you're famous. But then also at the same time, like they're doing horrible things like filming people, you know, picking up their children from school and then that's just absolutely outrageous and i don't know again why it's legal but whatever well it, it's it's weird because you know attraction is going to build around the people that you're with yeah um and you know certain attractions is going to happen mm. and certain people you're spending more time with them more temptation mm. eventually over time it's going to build and then 
Maybe this is just circumstances which, if they weren't and under the limelight, it wouldn't be such a, a big thing, you know? Uh, this comedian guy, he goes back home and he says, you know what, um, this happened, but really, um, you know, it's indicative of our relationship, or, or we definitely need to talk about where our relationship is because this thing happened, you know? And they need to have the discussion, and then they either come closer as, as a, a couple because of the sharing, or they break up, mm. you know? And that's just a natural formation of kind of like, um, you know, finding the person you want to be with, right? Um, but when you're when the limelight's on, it's just all these consequences, all this kind of talking behind the doors, and then people saying, oh, you know, slut, the woman, or, you know, adulterer, or the other guy, or whatever, and it's just like, it just gets carried away. It's like, it's like a mob watching a fight, you know? It is, it is. But it's also crazy because then you hear like details that you you don't expect. Like it's that's the the thing about fame too, which is so scary, is that like you know people will then pay money um, to people that know stuff about you. Oh my to god! Just, like the, get the dirt on you, Cristiano Ronaldo, I think. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean that's something. I mean that's a controversy all on its own. But like, yet yeah, even just like stuff that's like just like. You know, stuff that a lot of people would tell their friends, right? Because you have close friends and you, you care and you share about problems or, you know, things like that. And, you know, a lot of times, even if it's not like an illegal thing, but just something that maybe is embarrassing or that you regret or whatever. And you just, you have a close friend and you say it to them and you just think, oh, this is, it's nice to have this friend. And then two days later, it comes out in the media. The paper. Yeah, and it's because your friend freaking sold you down the river for $50,000, and you're like, it's so hard to, like, have friends. It would be scary because, like, imagine knowing you only told this one person and suddenly it's out there and yeah. you know it's not just it's not just temptation on you when you're famous because you have people throwing themselves at you all the time but also the people close to you have temptation to to tell your secrets for money and nobody yeah. i know right now could tell a secret about me for fifty thousand dollars you know what i mean but like who knows down the road but it's just it's i think you would there is a reason why you get so cautious about people and get paranoid, I think. And that could partly be why it, it causes depression is because you literally feel like you can't trust people anymore. So, yeah, um, I mentioned the Ronaldo thing. Mm. And for those that don't know, um, it's this is kind of the other side of the coin of, of what you're talking about. Mm. But um, he, he, he uh, obviously connected with some girl in the club and then she's kind of saying, it's come out later now. That she's saying, oh, she was raped by him. But what actually happened at the time, after the incident, he paid her money not to talk about it. Like 270, over 270,000, right? Yeah. And, and then it's like, okay, and then time's passed. And now later on, you know, he, he he's this superstar footballer. He's won the, uh, you know, all the top awards, mm -hmm. you know, with his clubs as well. Yeah. And uh, he's obviously got all this money. And then what? Her money's run out ten years later. So now she's like she can talk about it. But the whole reason she got paid the money was uh, not to talk about it. And now she has every right as a, as a victim to to talk about it. But I'm just, what happens to that money? She should uh, give that money to charity or something. You know, like there should be something in place because I I don't understand when people agree to be like, oh okay, this is my form of uh, retribution. I'm happy to do that, mm. and I won't. I won't then talk about it, and then they say, "Oh, actually, no, I've run out now. I'm going to talk about it." 
I, I don't understand that. Mm. Um, but then again, I do empathise massively with victims and say, okay, it's tough. It's a tough situation, isn't it? It is, because people are accepting the money. So that's one downside. It's like, okay, you are accepting money and the money is in agreement for, you know, you to not discuss this matter. But... Yeah, it's it's always a bit tough when it's regarding what could be a crime. Because it's like, well, that's... Yeah, it's, and, and it's only alleged, like... Yeah, you know? I mean, no one's... I don't know yeah. anything yet, yeah. so... But, I, and I, I think that's what... I mean, obviously, the president, that's what's his kind of MO, was just like, do this thing, pay the money, but then it's coming out, and it is true. But, like, maybe what you can do is, like, if it's a crime, you're not allowed to pay someone for their silence, so yeah, you can't like, pay yeah. and they can't accept. You yeah, know, like that that should be void, and then they should they should then be encouraged and supported. You know, our society should be supporting all victims mm-hmm. to be, to have a safe space to come forward. And you know, I think a lot of people are fighting for that and making that true. And the whole Me Too movement is really changing the game. You know, that's a good thing about online media is there is no space for people with such power to hide. So they're getting yeah. called out. Yeah, without without social media and the internet, I, I, I doubt Harvey Weinstein would have ever been um, caught for what he did and, and Bill Cosby as well. So there is there is positive aspects to the way that the media works, for sure. But I do think that, um, that yeah, I mean, I, what I don't understand is once we've realized that we've gone too far, like, why can't we just pull it back, like, just a little bit? I feel like it's only, it's the, the way in which our privacy is being invaded or, or how, how deep we go into finding out about people's lives, it's only getting worse and worse and worse. Like, is our, our, is our society even capable of pulling back at this point? That's, I'm just curious, you know, what your thoughts are. Yeah, I I think you're right. Um, It's getting, the, it's getting worse. And I think people's perception of fame is back when there was more of a barrier, mm-hmm. when it was more of a kind of uh, a distance between all of the audience and the starlets. I think that's what people want. People want the old school kind of Hollywood star uh, life, you know, like the Rat Pack, yeah. you know, back in the day. And they could go off and have their boys fun and, you know, and like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when they want to go on stage, everyone's there and they can sing and, you know, be in front of the lights and star in films and all of that. Yep. But now everyone's got a phone, means everyone's got a camera, means everyone's got power to put it on the internet. And it's getting crazy. It's not what it, it, was, what it once was at all. No, not at all. Not at all. And And you can see that with the stars where they'll sometimes just like delete their entire social Twitter. media. Yeah, like Kanye's Kanye. off and on and then off and then yeah. on and then off and then on and then uh, Justin Bieber's been off and on and off and yeah. on and uh, Ben Affleck's uh, ex um, who's on SNL, she's the blonde-haired woman. Um, oh. I can't remember her name, but she just made a movie with Mila Kunis. Um, so she deleted it all. I know, I think Pete Davidson, the, the other SNL guy that's dating Ariana Grande, has kind of deleted it all. So... I think they do get to a breaking point sometime and they're like, no, I need to just stop. I need to cleanse myself. I need to do a digital detox, right? But then time goes on and then Sophie, Sophie Turner, I think her name was, the girl from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. 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 Sansa. Yeah. So she said that she's actually gotten um, movie deals or like television deals 
purely like knowing that there was other better actresses, but that she had more followers on like Instagram. Wow. So like she's that's she was an X Men and and stuff like that. Was she an X Men? Yeah, first she's um, yeah, she was. She was. Which which one was she? Um, uh, she's a young version uh, of of Jane, is it? Psychic one? Oh yeah, what was her name? I I I don't have. So was it like the most recent X Men that came out, or was it a, a couple of years ago? It's uh, it's like a prequel to the X Men, mm. and she's like a young young Jane Psychic one. Like I used to watch all the X Men movies, but I stopped because they made so many of them. Like, did the one that I really liked was the one where it was you know Anna Paquin. Who was the girl that was? She touched you. Oh, she would yeah. take all of your like energy or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, I love and then that. Hugh Hugh Jackman was Wolverine as he's been in many movies. Yeah. And then yeah, that was my favorite one. That was good. That was really well done. That one. Well, I like the ones where they they. It's more like the beginning, so you like see the school. Yeah. And then you see all the people with the powers and yeah. stuff, and like I don't know. That's why when we did that movie thing, I liked all like the first movies of the big franchises, <laughs> like Fellowship of the Ring or the Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Oh yeah. Do you know that's called the Sorcerer's Stone in the States? Yeah. Like why did they change it? Because philosophy's not allowed in America. <laughs> is that not? I just couldn't believe it. When I like I'm like okay. It's pretty insane. They call it philosophy. But then they're against the witchcraft and stuff and like people trying to burn the books. Yeah. I don't understand. I just like it's how like really though philosopher like you had to change philosopher like i just literally like it's the most ridiculous thing because it's philosopher in canada philosopher yeah. in the uk probably in australia like the philosopher's stone is actually a thing yeah like it doesn't i'm like that i'm like sorcerer i don't even feel like it has the same meaning because it's not a sorcerer sorcerer is no. more evil philosopher is more like you know knowledgeable and introspective and like for me it actually just Exploring. didn't make sense you know, self and the world. Yeah. You know, which is exactly the story of Harry Potter. Yeah. So. And J.K. Rowling even, um, I think, has struggled a bit with her fame and, and fortune that oh, came. Yeah. She's given away so... She was one of the first author billionaires. That's right. But then gave away so much of her money that she became a multimillionaire yeah. again. But... Well, she came from such poverty. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. She's a single working mother mm -hmm. living on the dole yeah. in, up in Edinburgh. Get inspired by looking at the castle and all that. It seems to be inspired in Edinburgh. Mm. Uh, you know, sometimes they have they have good sun. So uh, <laughs> once you know, or twice a year, yeah, that's all good. Um, but it's a lovely place. It is, and uh, some wonderful architecture and some awesome people around there. So she goes to the cafe. She's writing this book. Yeah, and then she goes to thirty publishers, all rejected. Yeah. Oh uh, no one's no one's no one wants children books anymore. And then finally, gets one published. You know. Gets it out there. And then later on, adults want different covers here in London so that people don't realise they're reading a children's book. So good. <laughs> Plus with stone. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, historical. Uh -huh. I loved it. I really did. And it's, it's really nice when you can uh, read something and, and it becomes a page turner because I don't read a lot of books. And so when I, I either... it's. I'm a fitter. Has to be fold. great. Yeah. Has to be great. Yeah, I'm a fitter fold when it comes to reading. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like trek, uh, like force myself up a, a mountain 
for no. a book. No. It has to lead me. I agree. And uh, that's what JK does. She does. She does. But I think her, she also had a marriage that broke down, I think. But it would be hard. I mean, I uh, apparently they say, and I don't know if this is actually true of, of most men, but um, where if a woman makes more than a man, he feels threatened and it actually leads to more divorces or like more problems in the relationship. Like, would you feel bad or inadequate if your partner made more money than you? No, I think um, what I do is very separate to to their life um if we have crossover that's cool and if they're i'd be really proud if they're more successful but you know i'm i'm very very good in my own kind of perception on that mm. i think guys do struggle with that you know it's like people when they're young buying logos you know it's the whole reason why supreme now is such a uh, a dominant uh, brand. Wait, what's Supreme? Supreme is just really expensive clothes that have Supreme on, or random objects that have the same brand, uh, just says Supreme. Whoa, I can't believe I've never heard of them. This is like a high-end brand? Yeah. Wow, like like Chanel? Well, Chanel actually works on making like something really good, whereas this just has Supreme on it. Mm. So it's almost like a meme in a way. Okay. And then people, you know, when you're young, you want something to reaffirm you. You know, if you don't, if you're not the lead football star, or you're a sports athlete, or you're you're winning all the grades, you want something as a re reconfirmation. Mm. So you're gonna like put your lack of self esteem into something like that, and be like, oh, I got my Supremes today. You know, you know, showing off your your trendy clothes or whatever. <laughs> but people don't stop doing that. And uh, it doesn't lead to happiness. A bit like fame, I, I don't think, in and of itself. If you can do something with your fame, you know, I think that's good. Mm. Uh, I think it's a lot more rewarding. Fulfilling, you know. Fulfillment is something that comes after happiness. And if you're not happy doing whatever you do, whether you're famous or not, you're going to trouble. Yeah. So. And some people have gotten famous and then kind of quit and, and kind of like... Yeah hit away for a little bit because it's not it's not for everyone and it's funny when people would like judge them for it like oh yeah they, you know they used to be famous and now blah, blah blah but it's like you know maybe some people like they they find it really toxic and they find it really um overwhelming and then they decide to do something else and i totally respect that there's many people that have yeah kind of act like retired from acting or whatever it might be that they do and pursued business or whatever and found more fulfillment in that because yeah it's, it's a rabbit hole that not everyone is comfortable with imagine being like a, a very introverted person and maybe your your parents kind of pushed you into acting and then you just realize that it just the lifestyle wasn't for you like I do feel like hopefully and I think it is true that if you do get out of the limelight for long enough people do start to forget about you a little bit um you know what I mean? Like people want yeah. the the tabloids want people that are active in the the fame community. You know, they're they're not really looking to see what uh, retired people are up to unless those people are starting to like make waves or anything like that. So you can find little escapes. Like if you move to well, Dave Chappelle did that when fame got a bit overwhelming. He went to Africa. Yeah, um, but I mean, it depends on the level of impact. How far you have to travel? Yeah, and how I mean, far you have to go away? He was so famous when he left that, like, he like I think had to go to Africa, or he would not have been able to like escape. Yeah, well, I was talking today um, to a friend about one uh, another Game of Thrones star mm. who who played Joffrey. 
And uh, he still receives hate mail. Oh, uh, my god! And he's the opposite. He's actually an Irish lad, a young Irish lad, who's played this role. And he's the biggest villain ever, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones. I'm not spoiling oh, anything, don't worry. He did such a good job. Oh, so good. He was but amazing. He did such a good job that he still receives hate mail. Oh. And people are scared to cast him because they, they don't want to be, him to be seen as, in this role. Because he did, imagine, imagine that, you do such a great job that now it affects that you can't do any other job. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, getting typecast is really rough because it's harder when it's a villain. Like, uh, Matthew McConaughey was typecast as kind of like surfer dude, you know, like romantic comedy guy. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. And then he got this new agent who was just like, no. Like we go dark. Yeah, we could go so much better. Ooh. But I think it's easier to make the transition from light to dark than dark to light. Cause yeah, villains... I, I was saying that. Mm. You know, if you if you come out as the as the good guy, the happy guy, and then when you play dark role, everyone's like, ooh, you know, yeah, it's the magic. Yeah, like Robin Williams has done that. Yeah, Jim Carrey's done that. that. Yeah. And The Rock came out as a heel originally. No. Yeah, but it, like he was just oh. too likable. That exactly. They, like, he wanted to he be. Can't. He wanted to be. He a is heel, pure love. Isn't he? <laughs> He's a big cuddle bear. Oh, no, it just wouldn't work. He became Come just on. mad possible or popular immediately. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So that's not something anyone's telling you, are they? You just, if you're f- hungry for fame, mm. you're going to grab whatever role and then you could be complete typecast. I remember, ha- you know, Sean Connery had to go away for a long time after he walked, to- stepped away from J- the role of James Bond. Yeah. And he had, to, he had to get really fucking old and grow a beard. And and then he's just, he's just this amazing actor. Mm. And it is like, this is like a different Sean Connery. Yeah, I think that... Um... You know the the newest Bond right now. Uh, what's his name? The blonde guy, Daniel Craig. Yes. So he, he, I think he said he debated it a little bit before taking it on because he knew it would really cement being kind of typecast a little bit as Bond. But man, it'd be fucking fun to play James Bond. Those movies must be it's pretty not bad, wild. Is it? I think it'd be pretty great. It's certain uh, certain stereotypes you don't mind. Living up to. No, he's married and he just had a baby. Oh, well, no. With I mean, Rachel Weiss. Of course, of yeah. course. I'm not saying those ones. I'm saying yeah. uh, driving fast cars and playing poker in a casino. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, man. But but it's kind of like, yeah, it's, I, I think that, I think being, the, the for me, what would be enjoyable about being an actor would be like, like comedy is so real. Like it's like I'm myself on stage. I talk about my life on stage. Very little of it is like exaggerated. Sure, I dress up like a Mountie, whatever, uh, deal with it. But I think what like is cool about being an actor would be playing people that are so like dissimilar to who you actually are in real life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like imagine I like, who like what kind of character do you think you would play that would be like the most opposite of who you are right now? Um. Like a construction worker, maybe something like this. Like, yeah. a, oi, oi, beaver, show us your beaver. <laughs> show us your beaver, Jesus. Isn't that what they say? Is that like your lady part downstairs area? Uh, only in the UK. Only in the UK, but like they actually go that crude right off the bat, like the boat. Sometimes they do, yeah. The beaver, yeah. jeez. Oi, oi. No one's ever said that to me in Eva, my life. Eva, show us your beaver. No. No. No, they don't say that. They I honestly do. don't think they say that. They get real crude, yeah. No, but like, you're a man. You've never heard that. No one's ever said that. Have you ever heard a construction worker actually say that? Uh, There's no way you have. Not those exact words. Yeah, no, 
they would you don't have a beaver they why would they say that to you like, there's no way you've heard that i haven't overheard it no i haven't heard it no. i'm not making it out i've heard it but i'm saying if i had to play a character that said that yeah that would be the opposite oh, okay you're right that's you're what right. i'm saying okay. you're right. i'm asking okay, your no, first no, that's question good. that's true that's true that's true yeah if you said that yeah it would be very much opposite to who you are no doubt i'm trying to think for me it would probably be like a really quiet soft-spoken like meek person that goes to the library and studies all the time and like a zombie version of yourself i mean i do have zombie versions of myself sometimes when i don't get enough sleep but i think that like yeah just choosing a very solitary activity like i'm just like the yeah the the huge like the the nerd the nerdy girl a programmer yeah maybe a com- yeah a like a, a tech quiz programmer yeah yeah and like you don't speak to anyone you're yeah, just like always doing math i'm a hacker you like to hack but honestly, the, the hacking part would be a little bit like my personality, so it can't be that. It has to be for something different. Because, uh, like, hacking's exciting, I think, a little bit. Like, imagine, like, taking down a company that's, like, bad to the world by, like, hacking into their system. Ooh, like a virus. Yeah, like a virus. Oh, no. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. But, yeah, then, then of course, the role would make me famous and I would win an Oscar, uh, you know, obviously in my first movie ever that I wrote. Uh, but everyone would presume that you knew about, like, tech things. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to be in this tech podcast soon. It's so funny. Like, they posted on Reddit on, like, an open, on like a like our podcast or something like that. And it was just like, hey, does anyone, like, know anything about tech? We're starting this, like, or no, we have this tech podcast, but, you know, we were looking for, like, another host to add to the mix. And I, like, wrote, hey, full disclosure, I know nothing about tech, but I used to stream on Twitch and I love video games and I'm a comedian, so maybe it'll be a fun thing. And then, like, on October 17th, which is a week, a week today. Seven more days. Yeah, I'm going to do, he actually just sent me the notes. Oh, my God. Okay. You should talk for a little bit. And I'm just going to, (laughs) like, I just want to read what some of the notes are. Maybe you can share them about what's going to happen on this podcast. Oh, my God. Well, I think that we are all famous to a certain number of people. People used to say you get five minutes of fame, but now it's like nearly nearly everyone's famous to the five at least five people, right? And so totally, yeah. And um, you just start to wonder, you know. I don't know if you've had any um, un- unwarranted fan attention. But, Man, uh, yeah, that can go awry, right? Yeah, I'm not even like I'm not famous in any way, shape, or form. But I do have, you know, a few super fans out there for sure. That you know, they're very keen to to spend time with you, or to like walk you home, or to know exactly where you are. Yeah, know exactly where, where you are. Where are you right now? Like yeah. right now? <laughs> like, where? Are you? Yeah, I mean, I do get that, and it's uh, you know, it's. <sighs> It's tough because especially if, you know, like say you, you're open online and they realize that you've gotten, you know, separated from, you know, a partner and stuff. It's like, oh my God, the window's open, the window's open. And so it come, sometimes gets a bit more, a bit more frequent. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's tough because people can directly access you and send you a message at any time, with like Facebook pages and Instagrams and all that kind of jazz. So, But they'll tell you if it's compliment or not. Yeah, that's true. It was really funny. I got. <laughs> you know, I don't know. We don't have to share. No, okay. Yeah. But basically, if you have to tell someone when it's a compliment, you might have to rethink sending that message. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, that's enough clues. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it made you be able to tell me something really funny about the UK office that I thought was really interesting. That that's like basically how. 
uh, Ricky Gervais's, um, <laughs> see, Josh, poor Josh, he's, I don't know if you can hear it, but his eyes, oh. he, he's like allergic to the world. I, I, think. I think, I think it's just when I'm on this podcast, I don't know why. It's because it's an audio. Yeah, it's an audio experience, so I don't need my eyes, do I? So I should just close them. Yeah, you should totally just close them. Just close them and then, uh, yeah. Oh, dear. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to open this thing. And I, I, I okay. even downloaded a freaking app just to, like, make it work. And now I, I still can't see it. Here we go. Oh, my God. Okay. Tech addicts. Oh, my God. My name's right there. But I want to know what we're talking about in this thing. What are we? Are you there? Well, it just, it doesn't really say anything. Show notes. Google Pixel phones. Oh, God, I know nothing about that. Google Pixel Slab. I don't even know what a Google Pixel Slab is. Google Home Hub. I think that that might be like an automated home thing, which I might be able to say a few things on. Google Privacy Issues. I might have to Google that. One plus 6T for November 6th. Well, yeah. I mean, this is going to be an interesting podcast for me. Wow. Well, I, I watch a speedrunner for Mario 64 on Twitch. And he, his favorite phone is the OnePlus. So he always raves about it um, on his thing. And this is kind of opening up the thing of like, you know, talking about fame on here. That, yeah. you know, people are getting pockets of fame amongst different people. And you just don't know what's going on, do you, really? When, if you've got a lot of uh, techie people or video game fans watching you, and then you're endorsing some sort of phone on there, you know, they, they're they listening to your advice about using your phone and what your favorite phone is. Mm. Does that help a hacker? Can he hack him then? I don't know. And then um, and then they get to know all sorts of things about their lives. Because they just share their lives, don't they? They share their whole room. They yeah. share, they share like, oh, where they went to coffee well, and what they we did. we saw that crazy thing, too, where those brothers freaking were playing FIFA. And then, like, they... <laughs> KSI. Cause it, yeah, because the thing is, yeah, it was it was amazing. The comedy shorts gamer. It was, just, it was definitely amazing. But it kind of shows you, like, so basically, whoever scored... Oh, my God. Whoever got scored on, um, the other person got to take a belt and slap them across the butt with this belt, right? This and, is obviously on YouTube. Oh, it was brutal. And that's one thing that I think the fame thing is kind of crazy especially like on youtube is that like people one-upping each other oh, is now out. leading to great like it's dangerous <laughs> did you hear about this what? oh my god this is terrible okay okay i'm ready um so a couple were trying to get views and you know doing well they're, they're doing some crazy stuff then they were like oh if you put this book and i think it was the bible it might not be the bible but it's a book and then get a smith and western shoot it and then it'll the book will catch the bullet. Oh, no. So she did it, and she shot and killed <gasps> her husband. No way. Taking away the father of her kids. No. And now she's facing jail time, and the kids are going to have to be taken into care. It's like... Is that real? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's insane. Oh. Like, that's how crazy people's pursuit of fame is getting. Because it's not just... Um, in the traditional uh, media and forms that we know in content creation mm -hmm. that we've all accepted over the years. It's just, oh, can you take my farts to some sort of Justin Bieber song and then upload it to YouTube? 
But also, okay. <laughs> it's anything. That's yeah. a de- people can put anything online yeah. and then it goes viral. Well, there was a guy too that oh, he no. um, did. I hate this. No, no, it's not going to be gross. Um, it, it was. It's a- weird though. I no, wouldn't recommend watching not, this on YouTube. It's not weird what I'm talking about, but it's kind of like what you're the saying. Guy with is this weird, couple. Huh? No, the glider. So there's a guy oh. that did glider. He was a glider pilot. Okay. And um, I was watching this show and uh, there was like a really slow crash and of this glider plane into like the side of a mountain. And I was like, oh man, that'd be terrifying, right? Because I mean, it's a plane that doesn't have an engine. It just is taken up by another plane and then it glides down, right? And so this guy, YouTube channel, always showing him, you know, oh my God, yawns are contagious. Josh yawned and it made me yawn. Anyway. Uh, sorry. <laughs> and so... um. It made me Google like glider plane accidents, and then this YouTube, this YouTuber, um, they, he was told by everyone, "Don't go out, don't go out right now. The conditions are bad. Don't go out. It's like don't do it. Don't take your plane out." And he didn't listen. He was taken up, let go, and in the bad weather, he crashed and was killed. All because no. he wanted to take a YouTube video of more like extreme, okay, that's, plane gliding. That's horrific. Yeah. I I I, uh. um, I thought you were going to talk about that weirdo guy with the gloves. No, no. And he was like, he dissects toys and stuff. It's really weird. Yeah. Like, that's what you shouldn't watch on YouTube. There's certain stuff on YouTube which is great. You know, good content creators, your favorite fans. Mm. Uh, oh, sorry, your favorite uh, creators uh, that fans love. Um, they're all great people to watch. But when you have some weird guy with some surgical gloves on and a surgical knife cutting open a teddy bear like making weird noises i'm like mate someone call the social services this guy needs to not be on youtube like why is youtube alone that well he gets views he gets ads well i mean he's not doing anything wrong yeah but i mean that guy's weird yeah he's he? weird but like i mean it's it doesn't i don't know it's not like i think porno, but, but obviously like, like kids murder. are watching that and it's, it's kind of like why why have you got a surgical knife yeah, I mean, it is weird, but, like, there's a lot of weird people in this world. I just... Uh... I'm so weird that as long as it's not hurting anybody, if people want to make a strange video and throw it online and it's, like, fucking crushing, like, go for it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet he has his fan base. He totally has his fan base. He's famous to at least five people. Most definitely. Jeez. But I do think one one plus is, like, uh, I do like that the people that appreciate me and they, they support me if you if I make a GoFundMe for like the documentary that I filmed of me going across Canada and um people are like hey you know Michelle we really like want to support you and we're a fan of you and you inspire us and we want to donate to help you in your life like not everything about fame is bad like it isn't um I do like when people um like look up to to what I do because I work so hard at it and I give my heart and soul to it and uh, having people appreciate it is wonderful and I think that is the the part of fame that people chase is like people appreciating their art and people appreciating their content and people appreciating and, and creating a market and a living for them to be able to pursue their art or whatever full time and without fame it's near impossible. That's the reality. Is like you can't have a you know YouTube channel that two people watch forever and then be able to pay your bills with that YouTube channel, like the PewDiePie's or the Logan and Paul. I don't know what their names actually are, but like they're whatever their names are. Uh, like these big YouTube stars or famous people or artists or whatever. Like fame does enable them to earn a living from 
what they do so that they don't have to go into the office and work nine to five and get drained and not be able to create. Mm. So, you know, we, there, there, there's definitely negative aspects. You know, once Pandora's box is open, it does not close, but you know, some people don't want it to close because that is the way that they generate um, an income to, to support themselves and their families. Yep. Uh, that's the payoff and, uh, you've got to get the balance right. And if you do, um, your life will be bright. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, cool. I, I like this podcast. I hope that you guys liked it too. And, um, I think it's time to bid you adieu for now. Bid you adieu and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Dead air as Michelle tries to find the jingle. Oh shit. My phone's on mute. That was pretty good. What do you think? She's from there. He's from here. Hanging together. We make quite a pair. She's left-handed. He's right-handed. Surely Surely not not to be disbanded. We We are the Mighty Mounties. Mounties. Until next time. Stay awesome.